Welcome, we are the Ladybirds, and we are here having open conversations about mental health, sex, and womanhood. Dear diary, my teen angst bullshit has a body count. Don't have sex, because you will get pregnant and die. You can't do anything unless you're the center of attention. Don't have sex in missionary position. Need a boyfriend who's not such a complete bonehead. Don't have sex standing up. All I see is pork soils. You're a virgin, you can't drive. Just don't do it, promise? My name is Mandy, and I like talking about sex and movies. And I am joined today with... I'm Gabby. I like folk music and pretending to ride my bike. Today is a very exciting day for us because not only are we recording our very first mini-episode, being called Wapisode by Kate, who is unfortunately not here today, but will be back next week, so worry not. But we also have our very first guest and friend with us, Christy. Hi. Okay, I'm Christy and I like Adam Sandler and weed. Fuck yeah. I was singing the wedding, the wedding singer, but it all was bullshit. <laughs> so today for our first mini pod, we decided we wanted to hop on here and we wanted to talk about what? For those of you who don't know, who might be living under a rock, WAP is the song by Cardi B featuring Meg The Stallion, which was released this August. WAP stands for wet ass pussy. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass pussy. Now make it rain if you want to see some wet ass pussy. Almost immediately upon the song's release, it quickly soared to number one on both streaming and digital sales charts with a whopping 93 million US streams and 125,000 downloads in the first week. This song is the ninth Hot 100 number one song ever credited to two or more women and no other build acts, marking it the fourth this year. And what's more insane is prior to 2020, only five songs had done this in 40 fucking years. That's insane. <laughs> the music video itself has been viewed over 78 million times on YouTube. It's iconic. In addition to this song just being a ton of fun, it really marks two of the most powerful women in music, in rap, solidifying their role in the industry and can just fucking kick ass. Unfortunately, our celebration, I feel, have been cut short due to the immense controversy that this song has brought about. As quickly as the song was soaring the charts, we started to see feedback from U.S. Republican senators saying that it's going to destroy the youth and it, the song promotes abortion and it's going to, you know, put feminism back hundreds of years. We see snakes like Ben Shapiro who decides to get on his show and comment and he can't even say the word pussy. It's quite funny and pathetic. Even Russell Brand came out of the woodwork as well. Another 17 minutes critique on the song or he, well, he didn't call it a critique. He said that he was analyzing it 
but really it was a critique and um hello you literally got a divorce from your wife through a text yes so shut the fuck up so we decided that we wanted to come in here and we wanted to weigh in ourselves um i personally love wop i think it's fantastic but it also has led to a lot of discussions in my personal life about the controversy as well so for you guys how do you guys feel about it have you had conversations with people in your lives about it okay the first time i heard wop oh god i don't know if i well fuck it um i was on acid (laughs) and (laughs) me and my best friend were sitting in her living room room tripping balls and I'm like oh new Cardi song is out let's let's put it on I watched the video I want to say 120 times I think it was that night I still watch it like every day multiple times like I have nothing else to do I'm not the biggest fan of the song not because of the content at all just like in general like I think they both have better songs but that's not neither here nor there but the video is phenomenal like, the yeah. video's amazing. I think it looks super, super fucking cool. And to do all that takes a lot of time and work based on from all the people that are on set and the people that work doing that CGI. So kudos to them. And they all look fucking great. Meg looks so fucking hot. Ugh, it just means a lot to me. Hell yeah. I would also like to compliment their abilities to do insane splits on that oh music God. video. Oh my God. Normani doing that like crazy like it looked digital like the way she dropped her body I was like wow marry me please to to jump on Christy too about just like the amount of work that goes into creating such high quality just like entertaining content and in the time of COVID I know there's a couple articles about how much money they spent Mm -hmm. on ensuring that the entire crew was safe and healthy is also just commendable I think people don't really appreciate it's like it's just a fun song like i think that's the problem is that people don't even give it a shot because the criticism isn't on their musical talent and abilities it's just simply on the fact that it's considered over sexualized like just vulgar and filthy and like yeah no one is denying that it's a super vulgar and filthy song but we like it and we want it that way i mean you know cardi and megan are known for embracing and flaunting their female sexuality and their dominance and I think they're doing a wonderful job of taking back the narrative of femininity in hip-hop which as we know is very much a male-dominant genre known for their hypersexualization of women and for their misogynistic and degrading lyrics so to me it's kind of ironic that those critiquing the song and music video for being explicit or filthy or vulgar seem to have forgotten that sex is not a new theme to any genre of music. So, you know, it kind of seems that sex is only a taboo in music when women, and specifically women of color, explore it. And, you know, this isn't news to us either. We've talked about this in our past episodes where female sexuality, female pleasure is consistently neglected in sex education and in conversations about sex and sexuality, but also in the media. I do think it's important to explore and question where our ideas and standards of what is ladylike or what is acceptable and what is not come from. And along with that, we also need to explore and delve into the race factor in all of this or the racist aspects of all of this. 
And we see this being very much the case with the critiques coming from men and predominantly white men and white women, where they see Cardi and Megan's freedom of expression as a threat to what? I'm not sure. Their theoretical children's innocence? I'm not sure. I don't know. Because men can Whatever. do it all the time. Like, yes. slob on my knob. All these stupid songs that, like, granted are catchy and I do like them <laughs> for the same exact reason as I like WAP. They're, like, lauded and still, like, sung to this day. But this song, it's because it's made by women, especially black women. Yeah, it just makes no sense. And Ben Shapiro sounds like a fucking nerd. He's like, God, there has to be something wrong with your vagina if you have a wet ass p word ben shapiro you have never pleased a woman in your life i have a wet ass pussy hell yes christy it happens some people really don't and like vaginal dryness is a thing guys and it should be uh, talked about more you have to use a little lube like it happens sometimes but some people have wet ass pussies and i think we should talk about all kinds of pussies well didn't you read about how like a gynecologist wrote an article a piece yeah. on this because people were coming up to her saying yeah. that their the vaginal discharge was like they were scared of their vaginal discharge like there was something wrong with them i mean that just speaks to we've i mean we opened our podcast with sex education and it keeps coming up that like we have so just such a lack of knowledge in our country about sex education and and not just knowledge but also just pure misinformation on female anatomy yeah like this isn't even sexual no this is just a natural part of our bodies like we're told that we have to clean our vaginas when they are self-cleaning so that they can smell good for the men i just like have had been with so many guys i feel like that have have no idea about anything about a vagina but like I squirted once and a guy was like kind of grossed out and I'm like that's like a testament to you when I first started having sex the only reason I knew how wet I was was an okay thing was from the movie super bad I don't know if you guys have seen super bad but there's an opening where they're prepping for the night and they go and get lube and Jonah Hill's character is like why would you get lube they're like pussies aren't dry like I know I've only seen like a video yeah. of like in porn of a woman squirting and I was like holy shit it's actually <laughs> squirting it was like a dolphin that comes up to you and like squirts a little bit of water to play with you it's just it's okay my vagina is friendly that way the part that really got to me is that she talks about that if we actually talked about vaginal lubrication and celebrated that then other parts of female sexuality and sexual exploration could also be celebrated and could also be talked about and not made taboo. I don't know. It's not like the song is necessarily like a, a hero to a woman or anything like that. But it, it does bring in this way of empowering females in their own terms. And I think that's really important because we really lack that in all kinds of media. And to then just have men criticize it because they are afraid of their theoretical daughter listening to this song to me is ridiculous. We live in a culture right now that sexualizes women from infancy. And without their permission, without consent. Exactly. This is with consent. Yeah. This is not talking about someone being degraded. This is someone using 
their form of expressing themselves in whatever way feels best and using that as empowerment and that is the difference like that is what really annoys me is that it's like you said like adultification is something that happens to females at a very young age especially black women and then when like these people come in and they actually use their voice to speak about their own bodies in their own terms it is suddenly like really problematic, really vulgar, really filthy is the constant hypocrisy about all of this. I think it's definitely like we just live in such a patriarchal society which upholds so many really outdated views on gender and gender roles and all different types of stuff. So I don't understand why we have this huge cultural need to control what women say or do or the way they act, dress, anything. It's just, it, it makes no sense to me. Like you said, Gabby, when you're talking about young black women being sexualized, like moving your body in a certain way, this has become coded as sexual but these dances didn't just get invented these have long right. since been ways to move your body to express yourself through dance um and we just decide to code them as sexual right and when looking at adultification which is the perspective that often categorizes black girls as being older than their white peers which means that black girls are being punished more frequently we can look at how we as a society police black girlhood from their hair to their bodies and attire with the National Women's Law Center's report, Dress Coded Black Girls, Bodies, and Bias in DC Schools, where they concluded that dress code policy enforcement unfairly targets black girls. We consistently police black women for all kinds of behaviors and use that to justify harm towards them. It always comes down to the fact that women can never have autonomy for themselves, for their bodies, for their image. So personally for me, I think a lot of my frustration with the arguments and conversations with WAP is how quickly people have been to label it detrimental if exposed to children, how quickly people have called to prevent people and children from being exposed to WAP. There's been some commentary about how the song has like themes of the commodification of sex with women. I am frustrated because I was listening to Biggie Smalls the other day, listening to One More Chance. It was funny, I pulled up the lyrics actually today because I just want to read them, but he says, honey's call me Biggie, the condom filler, hit you with the Dick, make your kidney shift. The dick, make your kidney shift. I fucked around and hit you with the Hennessy dick. Mess around and go blind, don't get to see shit. That's really in your face. I think it's interesting that a lot of the adjectives in those lines have violent undertones. And what I find frustrating is that I 100% believe that the same people that are saying WAP is so aggressive, it's so in your face, would listen to One More Chance because they are unable to identify some of that misogyny. I believe that art is a product of our society and thus you are seeing on the screen or you are listening that misogyny you're listening to, that's what you perpetuate and that you are used to in your daily life, but you are uncomfortable because for the first time you are face to face with it. You listen to all of these men say all these vulgar things all the time. And some women from back in the day. Like, why are you deciding now that this isn't okay? But also, again, like, if you don't like it, there is no law. The WAP law was not passed 
where you must watch this video to be an American citizen. But also the idea that kids are going to be exposed to this and it's dangerous, but we have a president in our country that has admitted to grabbing women by the pussy. And I think it's quite disgusting that, you know, you're worried about them hearing about two women celebrating their anatomies and bodily autonomy. <laughs> Yeah, you fucking with some wet ass pussy. Any last words for you? I mean, embrace your wall. Man, oh man. So that was our, our short pod this week. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Ladybirds Pod. And thank you, Christy, for being here today. Thank you for having me. We are super excited that you are our first guest on and... For those of you who loved listening to Christy this week, we she will be on the pod next week as we talk about sexuality. Ooh, Hell yeah. I'm gay, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, Christy, we end each episode with just a little note on what you've done this past week that has made you feel like you're doing okay. So my doing okay this week was I ended up getting lunch with my college roommate Sally. I had a fantastic Sunday with her. My doing okay moment is probably having gone back into illustration. Yeah, it's been really fun to play around with Photoshop and the type of illustrations that I want to make and kind of really working hard on practicing that. Mine (laughs) is I went into the city to uh, record some footage for a documentary I'm working on, which just made me feel like I'm able to like actually do something other than stay home all day. Um, so that was really good. And I got to see all my best friends, and it made me feel normal again. Yeah. So I guess we're doing okay, y'all. Bump some WAP or whatever you need, but just uh, we hope you have a fantastic week, and we will talk to you soon. Bye! Bye.